Hello, this is Daryl Castle with today's Castle Report. This is the 10th day of September in the year 2021, the day before the 20th anniversary of the 9-11 attacks. But today I will be talking about the many examples of lies at the top of our government and its supporting bureaucracy, how those lies are being revealed. The revelations are not going over well with the average American. The Castle family today is very happy. As the family daughter is scheduled to arrive from Los Angeles this very evening, we haven't seen her in almost two years, so if you're a parent, then you know. I don't have to say anything else. The Castle Report was finished when it was too late to include the president's recent dictatorial decrees about vaccine mandates. Perhaps I will be able to address them Next week, when we know more about them, I just want to say today that when a person tries to assume dictatorial powers and he is stopped by someone, something, such as Congress, the courts, or a simple refusal to obey, then all you have is a silly person with delusions of grandeur. But if no one stops him, then he is indeed what he presumes to be dictator. I think it was former Senator Al Franken who coined the phrase lies and the lying liars who tell them. But in any event, it is a phrase appropriate for today's commentary. Dr. Anthony Fauci is director of the U.S. National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases and chief medical advisor to the President of the United States. He has steadfastly denied being responsible for any gain-of-function research into the COVID virus since the outbreak began. He testified before Congress on many occasions and denied it under oath. In May 2021, for example, Dr. Fauci testified before a Senate committee investigating whether the U.S. funded gain-of-function research at the Wuhan Institute of Virology, where he stated, quote, NIH has not and does not now fund gain-of-function research in the Wuhan Institute of Virology. In quote, the publication called The Intercept through a Freedom of Information Act request found that NIH did indeed issue a bat coronavirus grant to a group called the Echo Health Alliance for $3.1 million, including $599,000 that the Wuhan Institute of Virology used to identify and alter that coronavirus is likely to infect humans. Scientists identified as experts in virology and infectious disease looked at the reports and concluded that the grants supported the construction of coronaviruses that combined the spike gene from one with genetic information with another in order to make the resulting virus infect human cells. The COVID virus was, in other words, a laboratory-generated virus specifically engineered to make it more lethal to humans. Let's stop there for a second, folks, and let me just interject. You know what this really means? It means the United States, under the auspices of the National Institute of Health, actually did this. They actually created this virus. That's what that means. Several senators have said that Dr. Fauci should face a full investigation and should be forthcoming about his involvement. Well, no kidding. While others have called for his resignation, so they talk and they talk and they strut across the TV screens with their meaningless words, which mean nothing. 
The question is, what was Dr. Fauci's involvement? Not did this man commit perjury, a serious felony, and certainly not is he guilty of one of the greatest crimes against humanity in human history. Why would Dr. Fauci, the most powerful man in international medicine, risk everything to create this deadly virus? For one thing, he didn't risk everything because he knew and still knows that he was exempt from the consequences of his actions. He knew he would not be subject to the law like us little people. He knew that there are two sets of laws out there, those for those at the top, whether elected or bureaucratic. They're exempt as long as they are useful to the elite and cooperative. Back to the question of why he did it. He did it for money. He did it for money. If this report from what the Intercept obtained is true, and it is true because they didn't invent this information, they obtained it from government sources, then the virus was created to sell the vaccine, not the other way around. That helps to at least partially explain why no treatment, no cure can be invented, tested, etc., because only the vaccines can stop this virus, no matter how many the vaccine kills, the companies who make it are completely exempt from any legal or civil responsibility. What about the vaccine courts? Well, go ahead and try, folks. But if you prevail, it will be the U.S. taxpayers who pay you, not the pharmaceutical companies. Some senators have been more outspoken about this report than others. Former White House physician, now congressman from Texas, said, quote, the same man who wants to mask your kids, keep us locked down, forever helped cause this pandemic. How does he still have a job? Fauci needs to be fired and investigated immediately. In quote, Josh Howley, member of Congress from Missouri, said, quote, Anthony Fauci has repeatedly, deliberately misled Congress and the American people resign and face a congressional inquiry, end quote. Senator Rand Paul from Kentucky long held that Dr. Fauci is guilty of perjury. And he has referred him for investigation of possible perjury and sworn testimony before Congress to Senator Paul. Dr. Fauci said, quote, you do not know what you're talking about. And if anyone is lying here, it is you, end quote, I suppose. It might occur to some that if a person were guilty of such horrible crimes, he just might be tempted to lie about them. What about the underlying crimes that all this represents? That's my question. Perjury is fine. If he were actually tried and convicted, he could actually face prison. But we know that will never happen. What if the people put enough pressure on the system and on their representatives that this monstrous crime had to be investigated? Someone, and perhaps many, have committed murder on an unimaginable scale. If this report is true, and heads should certainly roll. If we are ever to regain control of our country, perhaps it could start with accountability and house cleaning. The American people are starting to display their contempt for the supposed leaders who so clearly do not represent their values. The president left many people in Afghanistan when other nations were rescuing their people. He forced the U.S. military into what appears to be cowardice in that they abandoned their fellow Americans. In addition, he disrespected the dead Marines and their families, as I predicted last week, that was too much for many to bear. He went to JFK Airport in New Jersey to tour hurricane damage, and he made a few brief remarks. The audience booed him, gave him the middle finger salute, 
college football stadiums across the nation last Saturday. With full attendance for the first time in over a year, the crowds chanted the vilest obscenities at the President of the United States. Social media is viral, if you'll pardon the pun. With stories of how the families of the dead Marines were treated by the President, I can't remember such an outpouring of disrespect toward the President, especially in the South. The dissatisfaction was even carried over to other countries. Mr. Trudeau, Prime Minister of Canada, while speaking the other day, was pelted with rocks and had to be rushed off the stage. People are getting tired of it. When they read, it was apparently intentionally caused so that a few billionaires could become super billionaires. It is going to cause unrest. Some people like me have come to suspect that there is something more sinister than money involved for some invisible but guilty hand. In the meantime, there are lies being spread about treatment as well as calls. Why? Well, obviously so that the vaccines are the only possible answer the drug Ivermectin has been used and recommended by many doctors as a preventative and treatment for COVID and apparently used successfully, but the government health statements are invariably negative about it. It is true the drug is often used as a worm treatment for horses, but it is sold over the counter for humans and antiparasitic for humans in many countries. It's dirt cheap. The closest country to get it over the counter is Mexico, if you live anywhere near the border. Ivermectin is considered completely safe for many parasitic diseases, but not for COVID. In fact, the developer of Ivermectin won the Nobel Prize for Medicine. Recently, a report appeared in Rolling Stone magazine, which went viral around the world. Even MSNBC picked it up as a lead story, but many mainstream services carried it as well, of course. It was viral on social media. The report was from a doctor in Oklahoma claiming that hospitals in Oklahoma were so overrun by patients seeking treatment for poison from a horse deworming treatment that they could not treat anyone else. Even gunshot victims were not being treated, the doctor said. The story turned out to be completely false. It was a total fabrication, not an exaggeration, not partially true, a total lie. One phone call from any of the media outlets who ran with the story could have confirmed the lie, but no such call was made. The story came from one source, only one doctor, the Northeastern Health System, Sequoia, issued a statement about the doctor as follows, quote, Although Dr. Jason McElye is not an employee of NHS Sequoia, he is affiliated with a medical staffing group that provides coverage for our emergency room. With that said, Dr. McElye has not worked at our Salisaw location in over two months. NHS Sequoia has not treated any patients due to complications related to taking ivermectin. This includes not treating any patients for ivermectin overdose, end quote. Now, continuing on, he says, quote, all patients visiting our emergency room have received medical attention as appropriate. Our hospital has not had to turn away any patients seeking medical care, end quote. So the media, the same media that takes on responsibility for rooting out any disinformation is the great disseminator of disinformation. What is it about this virus, these vaccines that make people want to lie to protect them? 
and lie to assist Tony Fauci with his monstrous crimes, I suppose getting vaccinated is more than just protection and immunization, which it does not deliver. It is a sign of obedience, of acceptance. Just show up your health pass. Anyone can see you've done the right thing. You're permitted to pass by the authorities. Does it better bother anyone that getting permission to pass is un-American? I guess not enough people anyway. The people who gave us the war in Afghanistan, they'll protect us. Just do what they say without any questions. You'll be safe. Fear is perhaps the greatest motivator, isn't it? It is a primal emotion, one that is easily manipulated by the powers that be so that they can remain in power and rally support around them, create fear in the population. They'll surrender their rights and their freedom just to follow you. What better way to transmit that fear than through a captive media? Some people don't seem to be buying into the stampede of fear, though. In Los Angeles, police and firefighters have formed a group to resist a mandate to be vaccinated or be fired. Nurses and other health care workers are walking off the job to avoid being vaccinated. I have that on direct personal statements from many nurses and a few doctors. Why? Why are they unwilling to take the vaccine? What are they afraid of? If it is so safe and effective, why won't they take it? Finally, folks, I hope and pray that Americans will start to ask such questions. Questions such as, why is the government so insistent that all be vaccinated? If the head of state really cares that much about Americans, why did he abandon them in Kabul? Why did he treat the dead Marines with such contempt? Why is there no consideration for babies living in their mother's womb? Why is there no desire to prosecute Tony Fauci for mass murder? Perhaps there's more to this whole controversy than just trying to protect Americans. At least that's the way I see it. Till next time, folks, this is Daryl Castle. Thanks for listening.